Hello and welcome to another edition of the Moving Iron Podcast. This podcast is proudly provided by Axon, helping dealers move more iron for almost 100 years. Find out more at axontire.com. Axon was started almost 100 years ago out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. It's that same passion that drives them today. With a vision for a better experience for both farmer and dealer, they set out to create a better way to move more iron. When you partner with Axon, you get immediate access to a full range of products and solutions designed to meet the complex needs of today's grower. Axon carries all major brands and sizes of tires, wheels, and tracks. From custom colors and sizes to fully customized wheels, you can have the solution for virtually any problem today's farmer is trying to solve. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron. Hey everyone, it's Jack and Kramowski with the Herdbook Ag Media here to give you your moving iron ag news update. As reducing greenhouse gases continues to be a major goal for the U.S. and the rest of the world, there's more discussion around the role that biofuels could play in helping achieve that. The ethanol trade group Growth Energy recently suggested to Congress that the government pay more retailers to lower the price of E15 that would encourage motorists to purchase the higher blend of of the ethanol-based fuel. E15 has been available since May of 2019 and has a richer blend of ethanol compared to traditional biofuels. However, it is only sold at about 2,500 gas stations in the nation. Ethanol advocates argue that the fuel, because it's made from corn, would be a cleaner burning alternative compared to traditional gasoline and, therefore, help reduce overall greenhouse gas emissions. The National Biodiesel Board has also been active with a series of meetings with lawmakers to discuss some of their priorities, and one of those would be a three-year extension through the year 2025 for a $1 a gallon biodiesel tax credit. Uh, with passing legislation that could provide up to $500 million over five years for renewable fuel infrastructure uh, through a grant program, according to Successful Farming. Other political action happening very recently are lawmakers trying to block President Biden's 30 by 30 plan. 30 by 30, or America the Beautiful, refers to the an executive order that was signed that would set aside about one third of all national land and water for conservation purposes. This has been alarming for many states, especially those in rural areas uh, where much of their land is privately owned. Two, two Republican senators from Kansas and North Dakota have in- introduced what they call the 30 by 30 Termination Act, which would effectively block the original 30 by 30 plan signed by President Biden as it stands. And in addition to that being uh, introduced to the Senate, 
A Republican representative has also introduced a supporting legislation in the House. So that will certainly be one to watch moving forward. As we move on to international news, it looks like Mexico will be delaying their GMO import ban. Although their current ban on GM corn imports was not set to go into effect until the year 2024, Mexico has been delaying their import permits for genetically modified corn by as much as two years. According to the president of the National Agricultural Council, Mexico's federal health risk regulating body has said they are effectively moving forward uh, the ban through the delays. Um, however, Mexico's farming industry is likely expected to fight that legislation, which could very well end up in the country's Supreme Court. While Mexico's Secretary of Agriculture did initially promise the U.S. Agricultural Secretary, Tom Vilzik, the ban would not extend to GM corn for animal feed, not everyone is so convinced that should this ban eventually go into effect, that will necessarily remain the case. Coming here back home in the U.S., it looks like the USDA is going to uh, step forward and put together new regulations regarding what would be animal welfare standards, uh, including cattle, swine, and poultry for organic operations. Under President Trump, the USDA was saying that it did not have the authority to implement stricter livestock welfare legis uh, rules for organic farmers. Uh, although that work had been done on them in the past. However, recently, Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilzik has come out and said that the USDA will, in fact, be reconsidering what they said back then in 2017. The very first potash, new potash plant here in the U.S. in the past 30 years is underway in Michigan. The plans for this facility will make it the largest in the country and could potentially uh, spill a large gap as 96% of potash here in America is currently being imported from Canada, Bolarius, and Russia. This $1 billion investment is rides on the hopes of securing a more long-term domestic source for potash, especially as the price of the fertilizer has been going up around the world. Funded by a $2 million grant from the USDA, Cornell University is leading an interesting project, one that will spread the consumption of more diverse and old-world grains throughout the North, Northeast and Midwestern regions. The project, expected to span three years, will focus on developing infrastructure of organic cultivation and marketing of grains that include bread wheat, naked barley, rye, emmer, spelts, etc. Other universities, including of Vermont, Wisconsin, Maine, Oregon, South Dakota, and Illinois, are also expected to be participating uh, as research bodies. Overall, the project is hoped to support organic growers by offering more diverse crop rotation options as reported by non-gmoreport.com. And of course, I feel like I should mention, since we do talk a lot about ag tech and the world surrounding that, um, food tech is also expected to be pretty big. Specifically, artificial intelligence in the food and beverage markets, which includes, um, I believe, innovators, processors, etc., was valued at $3.07 billion uh, last year and is expected to, by the year 2026, reach a staggering $29.94 billion U.S. dollars, and that would be at a CAGR over 45.77% during the forecast period overall. All right, that should catch everyone up for this wonderful week in June. This Ag News Update is brought to you by the Herdbook Ag Media, serving all your agribusiness writing, communication, and media needs. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or our company website, the-herdbook.com. 
Let me know you found about us here on Moving Iron and get 20% off your first invoice. You want to have a meaningful competitive advantage to help sell more equipment. Whether you represent the sales, parts, or management department of an implement dealership, there's a surprising amount of complexity when it comes to tire, wheel, and track technology. Let Axon worry about that so you can get back to supporting your customers. Axon has leveraged years of experience to create a streamlined process that gives you a proven path to help today's grower and sell more equipment. The reach of their organization go back almost 100 years to the invention of the rubber tractor tire. Supporting agriculture is the number one driver of Axon from product development through sales and service. To find more or become an Axon dealer, head over to axontire.com. In the 21st century Hard-working people Working hard for you and me Moving higher Time and time again Through the years you'll find us here